are Christ ambassadors. And you know what? That's exactly what we are supposed to be. The word says, whatever you do or say, let it be as a representative of the Lord. And the definition of an ambassador is the authorized representative. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. Well, good morning. How are you? After an especially busy time, the pastor's wife came home. She dropped into an easy chair and she said, boy, am I ever tired. Her husband looked over at her and said, you're tired. I had to conduct a funeral, a wedding, two services last night and one today. Why are you so tired? She said, because I had to listen to all of them. Okay. <laughs> you know, if you grew up in an Assembly of God church, like I did, and, and our generation, our youth group, was known as CAs, or Christ Ambassadors. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I thought so. We, we even had our own song. Dan, do you remember our song? Okay, admit it. Some of you were trying, fixing to stand up and start singing. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> when we were teenagers, we made fun of that song. <laughs> but but looking, back, <laughs> looking back on it, the mission statement in the song was, was exactly right. It says, we are Christ ambassadors. And you know what? That's exactly what we are supposed to be. The word says, whatever you do or say, let it be as a representative of the Lord. And the definition of an ambassador is the authorized representative. You know, if you're the ambassador of a country, your job is to represent and show the character and policies 
of your own country while blending in and understanding the culture of another country. So to be an ambassador of Christ is to do the same thing. You see, we can't hold in what we, what we know about him. We are called to represent him to others. And the greatest gift that we ever receive is our salvation. The greatest gift we can give is to represent Christ to the world. We have to understand it is our highest calling. And God intends us all to have this purpose. The Lord said this. He said, let your light shine in such a way that they may see your good works and then glorify your Father who is in heaven. Did you know that God has provided a roadmap to a blessed and successful life? Stay tuned to hear a few simple principles on achieving success. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups and churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Now, I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they're conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship, it's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed and successful life that starts with these very simple principles. You see, God really wants to bless you and me with a prosperous and abundant life. The Lord said, for I know I have made plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. That means he wants us to make money, and he wants us to use money wisely. And his word is just full of information about how to deal with money. God tests us, and he teaches us through all the issues that we already have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses actually include the words money, riches, or wealth. And one of the treasures that God has blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I don't even have time 
right now to tell you about the scope of his wealth. But I want to share with you a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage your finances. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. They're in the Word of God. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way that I say it is know your dough. Now, this may sound a little ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem that people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a steward of. Solomon said, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, that's, that's what they had to trade with was livestock. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand with thousands of products in inventory. We get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight will make a difference. It's because we know we aren't a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can get away, then who knows how many others can. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy or obsessive about it, but so we can have command over it. And I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are in your finances, you simply can't expect God or any of his principles of prosperity to apply to you. Because in, effect, in, in some ways, you don't even know how to pray for your finances. Okay, the next secret that Solomon shared with us is this. And I, I call it this. You have to stash some cash. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. Solomon says, go to the ant and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and it gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Even insects have that down. Now, 85% of Americans say they have no savings. And that means most of us don't either. For most of us, the demands to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but it can never, never pay ourselves. And that's what Solomon's simple wisdom is. We need to pay ourselves. We have to treat ourselves just like we do an important bill to pay. We have to prioritize our money to do that on a regular basis. That's what the ant does. Because he knows there will come a time when he's going to need it. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to tithe. And I call this secret, tithe and thrive. He said, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. Solomon 
lived this kind of life. He honored God in that way. And he witnessed prosperity like no one before or since. So I have to say, he's a very credible source for this simple piece of advice. Tithing. Now, I don't know anyone who's talked about tithing more than me around here for a long time. But the more I do, the more clear it's become to me that tithing is one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. And I know that you may have heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially when we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the simple principles he's already given us? And I know that God wants to pour out his blessings on his people today. And when we show the Lord what we've learned from the word, how to count our flock, and how to learn how to save and honor him in obedience with our tithes, then we are already living in the grace where something good will happen in Jesus' name. And when it does, when it does happen, you'll know it was no secret why it did. What is heaven like? Coming up, find out why every Christian, both young and old, should rejoice in the promise and anticipation of heaven. I depend on my tools and accessories to work hard as I do. Like my new case bright from Nebo Tools, the flashlight that is always with you. It's a protective case for your iPhone featuring a high-powered flashlight up to 12 times brighter than a standard smartphone light. The case bright is independently powered by an internal rechargeable lithium-ion battery that doesn't drain your phone's battery. It fits iPhone 6, 6S, 6 Plus, and 6 Plus S. The Nebo case bright may not change the world, but it might change your world. The Case Bright is perfect for me because, like me, it can handle more than one job at a time. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. First, let me ask you a question. How many of you saw some of the royal wedding a few weeks ago? You know, Prince William, Kate... Yeah, a bunch of you. I, I, can, I have to confess that I didn't really watch any of it live. Uh, fortunately, it was a really big deal. It was kind of like ESPN, ESPN Sports Center. Uh, I had plenty of opportunity to see the highlights of the wedding. And I, I have to say, it was quite an event, and the British really know how to throw a party. Uh, how many knew that Des and Mary came from a place that liked to party so much? I mean, who knew? I think, though, most American men had some of the same observations that I did when I saw it. The first thing was I just couldn't help but wonder, since I have two daughters and I paid for a few of these things, is who is paying for all that? I was, I was really feeling it for the father of the bride. I mean, I know he's thinking, of all the lads in England, she has to marry the monarch. My accent wasn't so great, was it? Well, 
Anyway, I figure the father of the bride choked on a crumpet or something when he heard what this thing was going to cost. And, and they say that over 2 billion people witnessed this wedding all over the world. The actual cost of the wedding was around $32 million. They spent over a million dollars on flowers. The wedding cake, $80,000. Which, by the way, Ron Schaefer, that makes our sign seem like a really good deal. <laughs> but anyway, while taking all of this royal wedding stuff in, I couldn't help but think this may have been the biggest celebration that the world has ever seen. And it was such a great celebration that I transition that to I couldn't help but wonder how it will compare to the celebration that we'll have someday when we come together in heaven and meet Jesus. And I have to tell you, I like thinking about heaven. I don't think about dying very much, but I like thinking about heaven. I don't know why we don't talk about heaven more. Some people say, well, you can't talk about heaven without talking about hell. Yes, you can. I disagree with that. Why would anyone want to talk about hell except in context of acknowledging its horrible existence? I don't want to go there, so I don't want to talk about it. Talking about hell instead of heaven is like talking about Beirut instead of Hawaii. I've never been there, but I've heard enough about it to know I don't want to go. But heaven... Heaven is somewhere I really want to go in a place that I want to see. I realize that the word is a little sketchy at best in describing heaven, but I believe that the Lord even had a purpose in that. But let me remind you of a few things that we do know about heaven. Like where is, where is heaven? Is it, where, where are we going to find it? Well, let me tell you something. Heaven is a real place like Chicago. <laughs> Vic says, I hope not. <laughs> okay, our Fort Worth, Texas. Listen to what the Lord said the night before he was crucified. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Heaven is a place where God lives, and he has rooms for people, like Rich Carlton. What is heaven like? We have to piece together these facts from all over the Bible, but the Word tells us that heaven is a city designed and built by God himself. Heaven is described as a better country and like a paradise. Heaven is where Christians go when they die. It says that the streets are paved with gold and the gates inlaid in pearls. And based on, the world, based on the word, there's some assumptions about heaven that we can't make. Like this, it would be a city with no pollution and no crime and no violence. No greedy politicians. No drug dealers. We believe it's filled with beautiful parks, rivers, meadows, flowing streams, flowers that bloom all the time. Every plant free from disease. There'll be the sound of children laughing, bright conversation, music floating in all directions. There'll be no tears, no sorrow, 
No regret. No remorse. No bitterness. No failure. No wheelchairs. No eyeglasses. (laughs) No hearing aids. No hospitals. No nursing homes. No paramedics. No ambulances. No cancer. No No heart attacks. No headaches. Therefore, no aspirin. And there's one thing for sure you won't find in heaven. You know what that is? Cemeteries. There's no funerals in the city where no one ever dies. You see, when you accept Christ, you have to believe in the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom of God, heaven is a real place. It's a place where by faith we know that the Lord intentionally spared us all the details of heaven. Why would he do that? I can tell you what I believe. I believe it's because heaven is so magnificent. So wonderful a place. Our minds could never grasp it or understand it. The word helps me out there. It says this. This is the King James Version. I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things God hath prepared for them that love him. I believe the word is saying that the Lord has a celebration prepared for us that will make the royal wedding look like a tailgate party. Every Christian, every Christian, young and old, should rejoice every day in the promise and anticipation of heaven. And not just because it's really there or because of what it will be like, but mainly because of who is there. Because not only will we be reunited with our loved ones who have gone before us, but we at last will meet our Master and our Creator and the Savior of our souls. Jesus will be there. Jesus will be there. The one who we will worship without distraction, will serve without exhaustion, will fellowship without fear, will learn without fatigue, and will live. We'll live in glory. Forever and ever. Amen. Turn to somebody and say, I want to go there. I want to go there this morning. Can you say amen? One thing I learned about when I, when I went to, when I went to uh, prepare a few words about heaven is you can't do it in five minutes. One of the most frustrating things I've ever done. You can't talk about heaven in a few minutes. You want to talk about heaven as long as we want to be there forever. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197.
This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. 